Hey, I'm Nicole Ferraro, a contributing editor at Light Reading. Welcome to What's the Story, a short podcast where we take a step back from the most significant topics in telecom to tell you the latest news, how we got here, what it all means, and what to expect next. This week on the show and for our first episode, we're talking with Light Reading's Ian Morris about Rakuten and 5G. Ian recently wrote about Rakuten announcing that fellow Japanese company NEC will supply its 5G core and that Rakuten will effectively junk its existing 4G core in the process. Ian's here to tell us what this means, why it matters, and what's likely to happen next. Ian, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Nice to speak to you, Nicole. So what's the story with Rakuten and 5G? What's the latest news? And you can, can you tell us a little bit about what led up to this point? Yeah, so they, they had a, a fairly big announcement in recent weeks um, about a core network deal, a 5G core network deal. So they'd already announced Rakuten as an important partner on the radio side, um, taking a really significant role in that network, actually, and, and doing... Um, uh, new 5G radios that are based on open RAN technology. So they're basically providing the hardware and the software that runs across this comes from a company called Altiostar, in which Rakuten has quite a big share. In fact, I think it's the majority holder of, uh, of Altiostar. So they'd already they'd already kind of had a significant role in the in the RAN in the radio access network, uh, and that seems to have led on to the the fact that they're doing they're going to be the main core network provider as well. So this is a um, opportunity that mainly gets associated, I guess, in the old days with people like Ericsson and uh, in some markets, but not the US, companies like Huawei. Um, It's becoming a lot more competitive already this year. We've seen the likes of uh, Hewlett-Packard Enterprise and Oracle announce moves into the 5G core network market. So it's a real, if you talk to analysts like um, Gabriel Brown at Heavy Reading, he says there's a lot to play for because it's a real sort of transition period. And it's quite interesting in um, Rakuten's case because NEC is a Japanese company, obviously. So there's a bit of kind of nationalism there, I guess, and promotion of local champions. Um, but it's not a, it's not a company you would often associate with the core network. So the fact that it's come come along and got this fairly big job in um, in a network that's of real interest to people at the moment, I think, is quite significant. I was going to ask you what broader impact do you think it has that uh, Rakuten chose NEC for its core. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it is partly this sort of promotion of national champions. And I think this ties in with um, some of the things we're seeing happening in the telecom market at the moment, which, depending on your perspective, are either a positive or a negative. It's, it's become very geopolitical, obviously, in the last couple of years. There's a, a lot of concern about um, having networks and sensitive areas of networks in particular exposed to what tends to get termed as high-risk vendors, I guess. And that, that usually means that the Chinese companies, there's a lot of concern about having those players in uh, in the core network, which is, I guess it's kind of, um, you could say it's the brains of the network, really. It's where a lot of the decision-making takes place. It's the kind of control centre. So, so you see um, a big discussion going on in Europe at the moment about whether to shut some of these high risk vendors going, you know, out of that part of the network. And similar things are happening in, in you know, some Asian markets as well, and Japan being one of those. So I think it ties into some extent with that. The fact that they've picked a Japanese company to play such a significant role there is important. Um, it's great news for NEC because Rakuten's probably the most closely watched network deployment, I would say, in the world at the moment, purely because it's doing a greenfield network. It's building a network from scratch, and it's it's using really advanced and sort of cloud-native software-based technologies. So 
no one's really ever tried to do anything like this before in such a developed market. We've had people sort of experimenting with these technologies and we've had that things happening in some rural markets with open RAN, but we've not really had something happening on a national scale outside uh, outside the Rakuten network. So it's really closely watched. And if if it can show that it works and if these companies can make a success of it, then it's going to attract attention, I think, in other parts of the world. There's already reports actually in the UK um, where there's a big debate about Huawei taking place right now that uh, the UK government's actually been in discussions with NEC. Now, I suspect a lot of that's come just from, you know, interested interested officials looking at what's going on and seeing, you know, seeing the sort of Rakuten network and what they're doing there. I think it's really kind of raised that company's profile. Um, the, the other thing is they're quite, what they seem to be doing is quite sophisticated on the technology side. So if you, if you hear um, Tarek Amin, who's the Rakuten CTO, talk about it, he's, um, I mean, he's obviously going to talk them up as a, as a customer, but he, he was saying on a, the phone call the other day about the, uh, about the plans that they've they've really kind of taken things a step further when it comes to cloud native. You know, they've given Rakuten a kind of flexibility and an agility that they they haven't actually had even with the stuff they've done so far. So they've been using companies like Cisco, I think, in the core on the on the kind of 4G launch. Um, what they ultimately plan to do is actually go to a single converged core, which would be an NEC mainly kind of core network, and then you have a lot of other functions kind of collapsed into that and it means you know sort of phasing out the 4g core you just get one standalone 5g core network that manages everything yeah so with all of that in mind um there's certainly a lot to keep your eye on here what are the big stories that you're going to be watching around rakuten and 5g or around nec's role in all of this um what should we be on the lookout for in the coming weeks and months yeah i think one thing to look at in particular is um what happens with dish in the us um so they're they're you know if we look at, at greenfield players um, doing radical and, and different things, then the two that really spring to mind are uh, Rakuten and the other one's Dish, which is sort of building the, the fourth mobile network in the US now that the T-Mobile and Sprint merger has gone ahead. And they, they're they really keeping a close eye on Rakuten. I mean, they haven't made any secret of that. They're looking at what it's doing. Uh, very interesting for them that a lot of the companies Rakuten's using are actually US companies. So Altiostar, this crucial RAN software company, uh, even though it's majority controlled by Rakuten, it's actually a US-based software firm. Um, companies like Mavenir, another US software company. But NEC potentially could, you know, we might see that play a role in the um, in the DISH network. It wouldn't surprise me at all. It's certainly, I think, an opportunity that they'll have an eye on. And then, as I say, outside, outside the US market, I'd be really interested to see if they can do something in the UK. Uh, with operators there, they're probably, my hunch is they're probably going to have to move away from Huawei completely. There aren't there aren't as many um, core network opportunities, I would say, in the UK market because most of the decisions have already been taken. The one network that was using Huawei, which is BT, is actually moving to Ericsson instead. But certainly on the radio access network side, you know, if companies decide they want to start doing things with Open RAN a bit more seriously, I think that's a really big role for, for NEC to get involved in potentially. Awesome. Well, Thank you so much. We'll be looking out for all of that. And I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about this today, Ian. Okay. Thanks, Nicole. You're welcome. I want to give a special thanks to Ian Morris for his time today. Thank you as well to our producer, Tian Fu. And thank you all for listening. To get caught up on all things Rakuten and 5G, check out the stories linked in the show notes. 
And if you like what you heard, please leave us a review, share this episode with a colleague or friend, and subscribe to the Light Reading Podcast for more interviews and insights from the team. Thanks again for listening. That's the story for now. We'll be back next week.